Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. The Blue Caftan, a prize winner at Cannes last year, is just the second feature by Moroccan writer-director Mariam Touzani. Mariam trained in the UK and then, unlike many Arab filmmakers, she came back home to make her movie. And this one is clearly rooted in the Medinas of Morocco. Husband and wife Halim and Mina run a traditional clothing store in the oldest quarter of the city. He's the talent, she's the businesswoman, though business right now is slowing down. Despite the obvious quality of Halim's work, he's finding himself priced out by his mass-produced rivals. But Halim insists on keeping his standards high, which is probably why he goes through so many apprentices. However, he has higher hopes for his latest one, pretty boy Yusuf. Mina is less confident and suspects that Halim is being distracted by the star-struck Yusuf. It's never discussed, but Mina is clearly aware that her husband is gay in a country where it's punishable by imprisonment or worse. Watching Halim's secretive visits to the local bathhouse, we have our suspicions where the blue caftan could be heading. After all, we've been well softened up by previous movies from that part of the world. Secrets, lies, religious bigotry, the woman suffers, a bad ending. Don't worry, I was thinking pretty much along the same lines. But that's not this story. In fact, the one faintly predictable thing about the blue kaftan is watching Halim and Yusuf meticulously cutting and sewing the title garment and knowing that once the kaftan is completed, then so is the movie. (laughs) 
That certainly happens, though not how you're expecting it. Also, while the film has been sold on the strength of the forbidden love of Halim and Yusuf, it's not quite that either, or not just that. The performances of the two men are beautifully judged, all meaning glances and desperate distractions. But this is just as much Mina's film. Yusuf! Lubna Azabal as Mina was actually born in Belgium of all places. I first saw her in a film called Incendie that also introduced the world to director Denis Villeneuve. She was wonderful in that film, but I'm not sure she isn't even better here, working in a smaller world. As the business suffers because Halim refuses to cut corners, Mina is under pressure from demanding clients. But her main concern is her own failing health. She worries that Halim won't be able to cope, that Yusuf may be out to exploit him. And, of course, there's the constant fear of the police in homophobic Morocco. And yet, despite all this, the blue caftan isn't remotely grim. It's a film steeped in love, particularly between Halim and Mina. And the most endearing thing about the couple is watching them joke, even when things are going badly. There's a scene where Mina insists on going with Halim to the cafe to watch the football, a subject she knows next to nothing about. Surrounded by all men and puffing enthusiastically on a cigarette, she cheers at a goal, even if it's a goal from the wrong team. But the best scene in the blue caftan is of Mina and the two men in her life quietly dancing together by the living room window. In a film about the impermanence of life, it's almost heartbreakingly sweet. In other words, it's a real movie, to which I can only say, that's more like it. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.